chapter 20, verse number 1, and this, this evening, I thought that I would preach on something I have hardly ever preached on, and that is the, the, uh, the, the millennium and the millennial reign of Jesus on earth. I found some things that I had I've, I'd known in the past, but yet just haven't really um, focused in on it and rested on them for a while and meditate on these things. Um, this world is not stagnant in one spot. It's always moving toward a, a goal. And that is that one day Jesus is going to rule and reign on the earth. And he's going to rule from Jerusalem. And it is going to be a fantastic thing. Now, you say, what, what good is this to know if we have so much to go through before it happens? Well, that's a good question, isn't it? Now, if you don't have something that motivates you and uh, gets you excited, something that sparks your spirit, something that you look forward to, uh, life can be pretty dull. The Bible says without a vision, the people perish. Without hope, people stagnate. They, they lose interest. And without a vision, people just don't make it. In fact, as you know, the suicide rate in Whatcom County is skyrocketing. Just this week, I talked to uh, one person that actually was helping somebody, and this other person was going to commit suicide. They were saved physically, physically saved from uh, committing suicide. And uh, so it's really, it's really uh, sad that our country's losing hope. I'm not losing hope. I hope you're not losing hope. Because if we dig into the Bible, we have a lot of hope and a lot of, uh, of great things to look forward to. Would you, would you think for a minute how glorious it would be if Jesus Christ himself, in, in, in his physical body, his, course, resurrected body, uh, was ruling on earth, running the whole entire government of the world. King of kings, Lord of lords. Not two kings, not three kings, not a board, not, uh, not, not a congress, but actually a king. Now it would be wonderful if you could find a good one. <laughs> but this is, this is far and above all good kings. There's been some good ones. I would have liked to have lived under King David. I would have liked to have lived under, um, oh, I, I would say uh, maybe President Lincoln, um, maybe Teddy Roosevelt. That would have been fun to have him as my president. I don't go back quite that far. But I... Uh, when, when I was born, uh, President Eisenhower was what you'd call the king. He was president of the United States. And uh, I'd, I'd trade all of them for him right now. <laughs> but anyway, uh, you know, the Lord has told us that he's going to rule and reign from Jerusalem. And uh, so I want you to think with me tonight. What exactly are we going to see on earth during the reign of Jesus Christ? So let's look at it. Look at Revelation chapter 20 with me. The first thing that's going to happen, of course, before the, uh, the rule and reign of the Lord is actually uh, the great tribulation. We will be with the Lord during that time, I believe, with all my heart. We're not appointed unto wrath. We're not going to be subject to all the horrible 
devastation in the planet and the earth and the globe and all that and uh, just the terrible, terrible death and destruction. God's not going to let His bride, His precious bride, go through all that because we're saved and we love the Lord. You and I are saints. We, we believe in Jesus Christ. We've accepted Him. We're part of His body. And so... the great tribulation this space and time that nobody really understands it fully but but the bible does say a lot about it it's a thousand years of time where jesus is going to be on the earth now we don't understand all the details please don't think that i do because i don't uh, i have a lot of questions about the millennial reign of jesus but we do know some things that are very clear in the bible it gives me great hope to know that we're going to be in a new government. It's not just pastors and, and uh, evangelists and uh, not just full-time missionaries. It's going to be everybody like you and I that believe in Jesus. We're going to be part of his kingdom. But we're not just going to be subservient servants. We're going to be rulers. And the Bible says we're going to rule with him. And we're going to reign with him and be kings and priests. The Bible says that. So I'm, I want to show you something tonight. Let's pray and uh, try, try to uh, jump onto this message with me. I think it's going to be a real blessing as, as we study it together. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for this day. Thank you for us meeting together here. Uh, we are your sheep of your pasture, and you're the, you're the, uh, you're the redeemer, Lord. You're the pastor of, of, our, of our flock. You are the king of kings and lord of lords. You're everything to us. And Lord Jesus, I pray one day we'll be able to see you bodily, physically being able to touch you and being able to talk to you, have time with you, spend time with you. Uh, Lord, we know that time will be no more, but we'll, we'll have that time with you. And we'll be able to know you as you are. We'll be able to see you as you are and you will know us and we'll be special to you. And Lord, we thank you that we who believe in Jesus Christ right now have been saved by the glory of God, have something wonderful to look forward to, that we will be in your government, and we thank you for that. We pray tonight you just open our hearts, open our minds, and help us to understand, uh, no matter what the Bible says, help us to have it revealed to our hearts, to understand and comprehend as much as you can give us tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Now let's look in Revelation chapter 20. Verses 1 through 6. Notice this, uh, after the great tribulation, we're all, all the way through almost to the end of Revelation. It says, And I saw an angel come down from heaven, having the key of the bottomless pit, and a great chain in his hand. And he laid hold on the dragon, that's one of the names of the devil, that old serpent, there's another name, which is the devil and Satan, it's not the devil and another person. It's, that's, th these are names for the devil. Uh, Satan, and bound him a thousand years. Everybody get that? A thousand years he's chained up. This is good news. He's going to be chained up for a thousand years. Anybody know how long a thousand years is? It's a long, long time. We... We've only been a country for 240, I guess, years, something like that. 200. I mean, we're we're a young a young country. 
Think of Jesus on earth with us for a thousand years. That's what the Bible says here. He's going to be chained up in a bottomless pit. In verse 3, and cast him into the bottomless pit and shut him up and set a seal upon him that he should deceive the nations no more till the thousand years should be fulfilled and after that he must be loosed a little season. This is a direct time frame of, of same, it's the same time, the same year, the same days and months. There's no special interpretation for this. A thousand years. That is actually the same year that we, you and I have today. It's a thousand years. Now, it's going to end. It's going to start and it's going to end. And it's going to have a, a, a tremendous impact on, on, on the whole world. There'll be, a, there'll be a new heaven. There'll be a new earth. Uh, there, there will be uh, a, a rebuilding, if you will. And Jesus is going to actually live and reign with you and I on the earth. It is almost uncomprehendable. I, I don't know how wonderful it will be because we're not going to have sin. We're not going to have any sin. You're not going to be able to sin anymore. You're going to, all your sins are going to be washed away. You're not going to have to worry about making decisions. You're not going to be tempted. You're not going to be falling into a bad a day. You're not going to have bad attitudes. No sin will be. We're, not going to, we're going to be completely washed and clean as snow with robes of righteousness working as kings and priests for Jesus Christ. This is amazing if you'll think about it. Because while you and I are going to be ministering and serving and ruling and reigning with Jesus on the earth, there is, however, going to be sin on the earth. But we're not going to be able to, uh, uh, we're not going to, be able to, to commit any sin. Jesus is going to rule and reign from Jerusalem. And yet there's going to be a lot of things that you and I look at today that's going to continue on. And I'll show you what I mean. Um, as, as you go on, let's look at verse 4. I saw thrones, and they sat upon them, and judgment was given unto them, and I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads or in their hands, and they lived and looked, what does it say? reigned. They were part of the government of the Lord Jesus Christ for a thousand years. You know who, yeah, a lot of people say, well, is there going to be anybody getting saved during the tribulation? Absolutely there is. Some are not going to take the mark of the beast and they're going to die a martyr's death. But yet Jesus is going to say, up, oh, come, come with me. You're going to rule and reign with me for a thousand years. And the Bible says this is the first resurrection. And uh, it says, The rest of the dead lived not again until the thousand years were finished. This is the first resurrection. Blessed and holy is he that hath part in the first resurrection. On such the second death hath no power. But they shall be priests of God and of Christ. That's, that's Jesus Christ. And shall what? Reign. 
We're going to rule and reign with Jesus a thousand years. Now think about this real, real quick. Who are we going to rule? Who will be under our reign? In other words, when Jesus is ruling and reigning from the throne in Jerusalem, and we are going to reign with him, are we just going to boss each other around? Are we going to reign each other? Brother, you're not going to need to be told what to do when you get, when you get resurrected. You're not going to have any problem. You're not going to have to need to be um, ruled with a rod of iron. Everybody getting this? This is tremendous. I'm not, there's not going to be one bad day in heaven. I mean, we're not going to have any problem. We're going to be kings and priests, royalty, the bride of Jesus Christ, ruling and reigning with Jesus Christ on the earth for a thousand years. And if you think about this, there has to be somebody that we're going to be able to work with and, and, and minister to and, and, and rule. Now, we're not, we're not going to be a bunch of dictators that just, uh, you know, walking around with a whip. That's not the key. We're, we're going to have a ministry, and it's very mysterious what God's going to have us doing because I want to show you something. Um, as we look in the Bible, you, you must ask yourself, during the thousand years of Jesus Christ on earth, uh, what are we going to be doing? Well, there's, an, there's answers to that. Now, uh, we know that the devil's gone. He's falling in a bottomless pit for a thousand years. That, that must be terrible. But uh, he, he mentions this now. Now, Jesus will be the king of the whole world from the throne of David in, in Israel, in Jerusalem. Let's look at Luke chapter number one real quick. I want to show you. And if you're writing these verses down, I promise you this is one of the most exciting uh, Bible uh, uh, the uh, lessons you, you'll ever, you'll, 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 you'll never do a study that's more exciting than this if you'll look at it. Luke chapter number one. Uh, it says now, when, uh, when Jesus' birth was be being announced to Mary, uh, let's look at uh, verse number 30, if you will, of Luke one. And the angel said unto her, talking about Mary, Fear not, Mary, for thou hast found favor with God. And behold, thou shalt conceive in thy womb and bring forth a son and shall call his name Jesus. He shall be great. He shall be called the son of the highest. And the Lord God shall give unto him the throne of his father David. You know what that speaks of the millennial rule of Jesus Christ on the earth for a thousand years. The throne of David in Jerusalem He's related to King David, and King David was promised by God, you will never have anybody to fail to sit on the throne. Now, watch this. This is fantastic. And verse 33 says this, And he shall reign over the house of Jacob, how long? Forever. When Jesus takes up his coronation day, when he is coronated, the, the King of kings and Lord of lords on the earth from Jerusalem. You and I are going to be there too. We're going to have a celebration. We're going to have a wonderful time together. But listen, this is before, this is before the great white throne judgment. There, there's, there's a cutoff time where God holds everything back after the tribulation. And for a thousand years, we're going to rule and reign on earth. 
What is this all about? Well, God promised that he would do that. He, is, he promised Israel, I will, I will not leave thee nor forsake thee. And uh, remember our Christmas program, we learned that Isaiah chapter 9, I think it was, verse 6 and 7, um, unto thee a son is born, uh, and, and, and government shall be upon his shoulder. Uh, of, his, uh, of his government there shall be no end. You know the promise of the Messiah is to rule and reign. When Jesus came and the disciples knew that the Messiah had come, Remember what they asked Jesus? Will thou at this time restore the kingdom? You see, they knew that it was coming, right? But there had to be something else first. So what we're in right now is called the age of the church. We're, we're, in, the, we're in the harvest days of the Lord Jesus Christ. When the rapture takes place, could happen today or tomorrow, we're going to be caught up together, and then the great tribulation starts. So be careful. We got to get our chronology right. After the great tribulation, we get to rule and reign with Jesus a thousand years on the earth. Some say, well, what's going to happen? Well, we're going to be ruling and reigning in his government. Now, the, uh, look at John chapter 14. I want to show you a couple things that will be on the earth. And this is fascinating to me. Oh, I hope you understand. This is great. Uh, it, it, is, it, it causes you to think, what? wow. There's going to be a brand new, um, a whole new government. Uh, all the earth is destroyed. Uh, the, the great earthquake, all the islands of the sea fled away. People died. The grass burned up. The trees burned up. I mean, the whole thing is just absolutely devastated. And then Jesus comes and he restores everything. He said, behold, I make all things new. For a thousand years. Look at John, uh, John chapter 14, verse number 1. Now, here we go. What is it going to be like when we see Jesus? All right. Let not your heart be troubled. You believe in God. Believe also in me. In my Father's house are many what? Okay. He said mansions. If it were not so, I would have told you, I go to prepare a place for you. And if I go and prepare a place for you, I will come again and receive you unto myself, that where I am, there ye may be also, and whither I go ye know, and the way ye know. So there is going to be cities and mansions when Jesus comes. In other words, when you and I watch that angel take Satan and throw him in the bottomless pit, and Jesus comes and takes control of his kingdom and starts a brand new kingdom. And it's a thousand years. There will be cities. How do I know this? All right, we know this because Luke chapter 19. Let's turn there. Luke chapter 19. So we know there's going to be mansions. There are going to be cities. Now here's, some, some might say, well, that's just a, kind of a parable, isn't it? Nope. I don't think it's a parable. I think it's an absolute truth. <clears throat> you work for Jesus and you be faithful and thank God we've got a faithful bunch in our church. We are faithful people. You don't realize how wonderfully rich you are just being faithful. There's a reward for being faithful. Listen, you don't think I know that there's a reward for putting up with me? 
you're, you're going to be mighty rewarded. You're going to be rewarded like you wouldn't believe. You just, I, God wants me to be faithful? Yep. If you can't be faithful here, you got to be faithful where you are. If you move, you got to be faithful. If you stay here, you got to be faithful. You got to be faithful somewhere. It's not me, brother. It's God that you should be faithful with, right? I've been faithful without before I was a pastor. I, I've, I was faithful before I ever got uh, into the full-time ministry. I was faithful. Paul said, I was, I was counted faithful in putting me into the ministry. God put me in the ministry. So, listen, the key, is, <laughs> the key is being faithful. Why? Because there's a reward for it. Look at this now. Chapter number 19 of Luke. And it says, verse 16. Then came the first, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained ten pounds. And he said unto him, Well, thou good servant, because thou hast been faithful in a very little. Uh, have thou authority over what? Ten cities. Now, hold on. You got you to gotta, you gotta look at this. Either, the, either he's talking about cities or it means something else. Can't have it both ways. He, I think he really means that in the end, if you're faithful, and even if it's faith for over little, you do what God wants you to do, serve him, do whatever you can, do, be faithful at your job, be faithful with what you have in your hand, whatever, whatever you find, uh, do it with all your might, do everything you can, you know you're in God's will, no matter what it is, I don't care if you work in a factory and you take a cookie cutter and you go ka-chunk, ka-chunk, ka-chunk all day long. Make the best cookies you can. Make them good. I hate this job. I could be doing so many other things, but I'm stuck. Lord, I don't know why you have me doing this. He says, hey, you're going to make some stones and put them in the, the, uh, the uh, foundation of heaven. I've got a job for you. Nobody can do that cookie cutting like you. <laughs> How many have ever felt like that? How many have ever done a job? Man, alive. Israel, how many cups of coffee do you think you made in your lifetime? Thousands. Probably. <laughs> yeah, count them all. Even the ones that didn't taste good. I mean, you know. But. The grounds in the bottom of my cup, was that you that did that? <laughs> but you were faithful. Amen. You've ever had a job that wasn't any fun? That's not the key. The key is being faithful. You've been faithful over a very little. Have thou authority over ten cities. Look at the word cities. When, when Jesus comes and he reigns on the earth, he will give you authority over cities. Now you say, oh, there's just too many Christians. There are too many cities. How many cities are there in the, in the whole world? Anybody ever figured that out? Could you get back to me on that? Because I don't know how many there are. I'd say there's got to be, there's, there's probably, in the whole world, there's probably millions. Maybe. 
Wouldn't you? I mean, little cities. How many Lindens do you think there are? <laughs> There's only one. But <laughs> how, many, how, many, how many little cities all over? All over. I mean, think of Germany and, and Russia and India and all. The, how many cities? There's got to be. There's got to be thousands and thousands. I mean, maybe even a million cities all over the world. And Jesus can't give you a couple of them. He says cities right there. Authority over 10 cities. I don't know what God's going to have me do. I'll be happy with one. I'll be happy with whatever he has for me. How about you? Would you be happy if God just let you be in his kingdom? Hallelujah. And the second came, saying, Lord, thy pound hath gained five pounds. And he said likewise unto him, verse 19, be thou also over five cities. Now, cities is the key here. There are going to be cities in the millennium. And Jesus is going to have rule and reign over all of them. And he's going to have you and I work with him and serve him as kings and priests and working in the kingdom of God in cities. And we're going to have authority. I don't deserve it. You don't either. But the Bible says you'll have authority over cities. Now watch. Also, <clears throat> there's going to be animals in the millennium. I don't know what kind, but I know some of them. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 11. Isn't this great? I'm, I'm telling you, this is, this is fantastic when you look at all the things the Bible says is going to be in the millennium. There are going to be people there. All right. Verse number um, one in chapter number 11. Now watch. Here it is. This is talking about the kingdom of God on earth in the millennium. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse and a branch, capital B, shall grow out of his roots. That's he's related to David. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him, the spirit of wisdom and understanding, the spirit of counsel and might, the spirit of knowledge and of the fear of the Lord, and shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of his eyes, neither reprove after the hearing of his ears, but with righteousness shall he judge the poor and reprove with equity for the meek of the earth. So in the millennium, there will be poor people. There will be meek people. And he shall smite the earth with the rod of his mouth and with the breath of his lips shall he slay the wicked. There will be some wicked people during the millennium. And righteousness shall be the girdle of his loins, faithfulness the girdle of his reins, and it says here in verse 6, here's some animals that are going to be found. This is not today, by the way. <laughs> the wolf. All right. In the millennium, there will be wolves. These wolves, a wolf shall, all, shall also shall dwell with the lamb. Okay, so there's going to be a wolf and there will be lambs. And the leopard, so there'll be leopards. Shall lie down with the kid, there's going to be some goats. And the calf, there's some cows in the millennium. And the young lion, whoop, there's the lion, there's going to be some lions. 
and the fatling together and the little child. Okay, hold it. Now there's going to be little children in the millennium. Do you see that? These are all things that are being listed in the millennium. They're not, going to, they're not today. This is different. In the thousand-year reign of Jesus Christ, there will be children. There will be animals. And there will be peace on the earth. A child shall lead them. All right, verse 7. And the cow. So there's going to be lots of cattle. And look at this. And the bear. There's going to be teddy bears. Uh, no, no. There will be the cow and the bear shall feed. The young ones shall lie down together. And the lion shall eat straw like the ox. So there's going to be ox. You see all this, folks? This is in the millennium. The, when Jesus is on the earth, there will be animals. And the suckling child shall play on the hole of the asp. Now, that's the same as like an adder or a snake or like what we would call the rattlesnake. Uh, they're not going to be biting uh, in the millennium. There's not going to be anybody getting bit. And the weaned child shall put his hand on the cockatrice den. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain. For the earth shall be full of the knowledge of the Lord as the waters cover the sea. There's more to this, folks. There's, not, there's cities. There's people. You and I, though, our, our ruling and our reigning is going to be different. We're not going to be sinners. During the millennium, we'll already have been raptured. And... Unlike the uh, Jehovah's Witnesses now, they will trick you, watch out for them. They will say, we're just going to grow into this wonderful wonderland. They, they don't believe in hell. They don't believe in the eternal judgment of God. They don't believe that Jesus is God. They're completely in error. They have completely missed the Bible. They, they've gone crazy with bad doctrine. Now, don't ever go to a Jehovah's Witnesses um, Bible study and don't listen to what they say. They will trick you into thinking all kinds of different things. Uh, study first and then you teach them. Okay, You be the teacher. You don't be the, you don't be the student. Um, I've, I've went round and round with them. They don't believe, but they believe in this. Even on their tracks, they think, do you believe the kingdom of God's going to come on earth? I say, yeah, after the tribulation. After Satan is bound for a thousand years in the bottomless pit. After the world is destroyed. But this is good news. So we know that there's all kinds of animals. Now let's go to Isaiah chapter 65 and see again. Isaiah chapter 65. These are things that are going to be on the earth during the, re the, the uh, reign of Jesus Christ. From Jerusalem, again, it talks about the wolf, the lamb, the lion, and a bullock. Uh, verse 25, let's go there. It says, and it says, The wolf and the lamb shall feed together, and the lion shall eat straw like the bullock, and uh, dust shall be the serpent's meat. They shall not hurt nor destroy in all my holy mountain, saith the Lord. Now let's go and see something. Let's go to Zechariah. Zechariah tells us that there's going to be boys and girls, boys and girls playing in the street. I love that. that that's, a little pe that's a little picture of heaven. Did you know that? You don't see too much of that anymore, do you? 
in America, little boys and girls playing around in the streets. It used to be fine and dandy, but it's, it's, it's not safe anymore. You don't see a lot of kids playing around. Boy, I, I try to keep that going. Uh, we have kids in our street right in front of our house. We get the neighborhoods together, neighborhood boys together, pl- throw the football and, you know, ha- have some fun. Uh, I got to stay off them scooters, though. That's dangerous. <laughs> I, I, I don't know. I, the wheels are real small and you can fall. Anyway, but look at chapter number 8, Zechariah 8. It says in verse 1, Again, the word of the Lord host came to me, saying, Thus saith the Lord of hosts, I was jealous for Zion with great jealousy, and I was jealous for her with great fury. Thus saith the Lord, I am returned unto Zion, and will dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. And Jerusalem shall be called the city of truth, and the mountain of the Lord of hosts, the holy mountain. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, there shall yet Uh, shall yet old men and old women dwell in the streets of Jerusalem. So there's going to be older men and older women in Jerusalem. How do they get old? Well, we're going to be a thousand years there. Look at that guy. He's a thousand years old. And every man with his staff in his hand for very age, and the streets of the city, look at this, shall be full, full of boys and girls playing in the streets thereof. Thus saith the Lord of hosts, If it be marvelous in the eyes of the remnant of this people in these days, should it also be marvelous in mine eyes, saith the Lord of hosts? Thus saith the Lord of hosts, Behold, I will save my people from east country and from the west country. I will bring them, and they shall dwell in the midst of Jerusalem. They shall be my people, and I will be their God in truth and in righteousness. Hey, listen, the Jews are very important people. You know why? Because during the tribulation, the devil's going to try to wipe them out again. Remember Hitler? This time it's going to be on a bigger scale. He's going to try to completely wipe out the whole entire seed of, of, of Israel. He's going to try to get rid of all of them. He's going to try to come and knock out Israel and completely destroy it. Look at Iran. Look at Iraq. Look at uh, uh, Syria, Lebanon, and Egypt, and all those enemies of Israel. They still want to kill Israel. I think they're. I think Iran's getting ready uh, to um, uh, enrich uranium again and again. I. They've already said they're going to kick out the uh, UN uh, uh, in, in inspectors and stuff. They're they're already restricting anybody that wants to come in. Uh, we need somebody strong like. <laughs> like Trump, uh, boy, we uh, we need him bad, don't we? Well, now that we don't have him, guess what Iran's doing? They're getting ready as fast as they can because they still have it in their heart. They want to kill. Uh, they want to wipe out Israel and drive them into the sea. Uh, so there's 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 the heart of of the evil. So uh, the, with this in mind, uh, there's going to be uh, a quite a huge conflagration. And so Jesus is going to rule and reign. But the remnant during the tribulation is going to be saved. And guess what Jesus is going to do with that tiny little remnant? I don't know how big it's going to be. But remember after World War II, there was a remnant that came back to Israel? 
they were just very, remember, remember just a remnant went down into Egypt, remember that? Just a remnant, a small group. And then when, when the tribulation is over, and, and unless, unless those days are shortened, there'll be no flesh saved, the Bible says. Jesus is going to save Israel, and he's going to start another nation out of that small remnant. You and I have already been saved. We're already with the Lord. At the end of the tribulation, we're going to be with Jesus, and we're going to come and rule and reign on the earth with Jesus. And from that little remnant, it's going to grow animals, cities, people, kids. Streets are full of boys and girls. Jerusalem's going to be, nobody's going to hurt in his holy mountain. And the Bible says all the nations in that thousand years, if they don't come and worship in Jerusalem, they'd get no rain. That's also in the book of Zechariah. Let's look at chapter 14 and we're going to finish up. Isn't this exciting? I, I'm, I, don't, I don't need Hollywood. <laughs> I've got my Bible. Look at, look at verse number 16. And it shall come to pass, chapter 14, verse 16, that everyone that is left of all the nations which came against Jerusalem shall even go up from year to year to worship, watch it, the king, capital K, that's Jesus the Lord of hosts, to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. So there's going to be feasts in the millennium. There'll be animals. There'll be cities. There'll be boys and girls, elderly folks. There's going to be all that. There's going to be a, a life on earth is going to blossom. And it says in verse 17, And it shall be that whoso will not come up of all the families of the earth under Jerusalem to worship the king, the Lord of hosts, even upon them shall be no rain. So there in the millennium, the Bible teaches us that there's going to be people that have to be ruled with a rod of iron. Why do they have to be ruled with a rod of iron? There'll be no sin in our lives. There'll be no problem with you and I. We're going to be redeemed. We'll have that first resurrection. This is all before Satan gets loosed again. This is all before the great white throne. This is all before the new Jerusalem comes down out of heaven to be placed in the final analysis. And the final uh, event is when Jesus comes down with the city of new Jerusalem out of heaven. And then we go on into eternity. But right in, in this particular event here, we still have people that would decide, well, I don't want to go to Jerusalem. I don't want to worship the king. Okay, you get no rain then. Look on. It says now, verse 18, And if the family of Egypt go not up, and come not, that have no rain, there shall be the plague. <laughs> if, if the rain doesn't teach you something, I'm going to plague you. Wherewith the Lord will smite the heathen that come not up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. This is during the reign of Jesus. So there will be some heathen on the earth. Do you see it? Some heathen will have to be uh, given the plague. Some nations won't get any rain. Everybody see this? This is amazing. All during the millennium. This shall be the punishment of Egypt and the punishment of all the nations that come not up to keep the Feast of Tabernacles. Now verse 20. In that day 
shall there be upon the bells of the horses. Aha, you were wondering if there are going to be horses in heaven. There will be. Holiness unto the Lord, and the pots in the Lord's house shall be like the bowls before the altar. Yea, every pot in Jerusalem and in Judah shall be holiness to the Lord of hosts, and all they that sacrifice shall come and take of them and see therein, and in that day there shall be no more of the Canaanite in the house of the Lord of hosts. So you see, uh, when Jesus Christ is ruling and reigning from Jerusalem, you and I will be his kings and priests. Now, that's exciting. I hope you understand, we do have a vision, don't we? We're going to rule and reign on the earth with Jesus a thousand years. It, it's a great mystery, believe me, I haven't figured it all out yet. I just know that there's enough in the Bible right here to, to make me believe that no matter what we have to go through, no matter what heartbreaks we have to endure, no matter what the, what, what the case may be, I know, I know that Jesus Christ is going to have you and I, His people, ruling and reigning on the earth. Now let's one more verse and we'll be finished. Look at uh, Revelation chapter number 1. Uh, in verse number four, it says, John to the seven churches which are in Asia, grace be unto you and peace from him which is and which was and which is to come and from the seven spirits which are before his throne and from Jesus Christ who is the faithful witness and the first begotten of the dead and the prince of the kings of the earth unto him that loved us there's John 3.16. He loved us and washed us from our sins in His own blood. And verse 6 says, And hath made us, what? Kings and priests. So, there will be a day you and I will share in the authority and the government of the Lord Jesus Christ. There's not going to be any more Democratic Party. There won't be any more Republican Party. There won't be any more Bidens and Obamas and all the rest of the everybody. There won't be any of that. There's not going to be any, uh, any of that stuff going on. We're going to run the show. We're going to rule and reign. God's not going to give His authority to the heathen. He's going to give it to His children. We're going to rule and reign on the earth. And we're going to watch how things should have been done. And we're going to watch him. And we're going to watch people go up to Jerusalem. It's going to be fantastic. I'm ready for it. How many say, let's wrap it up. Let's bow our heads for prayer.